Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Ghanaian Child Podcast. I will be sharing personal struggles that I have faced and how I've overcome it. Do stick and stay. So first on the list, marriage. Personally, I see marriage to be something weird. Growing up, I've never seen this kind of contact or relationship existing between my mom and dad. Yes, that's because they never stayed together at some point. Now, at some point, um, for those of you who follow me much on YouTube, when I took a visit to the uh, village, I actually told you guys something in the video. I told you guys that at a point growing up, six years to seven years, I was in the village and I stayed there with my mom and my sister as well now this was because uh, my mom had to go away from my dad so i mean in the long run my dad became single and my mom too went to i mean get herself another relationship that as a result brought my junior brother into existence yes and personally let's analyze it this way i feel like marriage is something that is weird why do i say this i mean listening to the accounts of my dad you could tell that he he got married at a very late age i mean he got married in his 40s there about so he was very old whilst my mom was very young so in the rare sense you could tell that i mean there's nothing like love existing between these two people and it was just for the purposes of procreation that that was the main reason why they got together and bore us like my sister and i now this is how my parents marriage issues have had an impact on my life i think that personally if i'll go into a relationship i'll look for someone who won't be a replica of my mom someone who won't actually go leave me and go to stay with with another man just because of certain issues I, I i will be with a woman who will really understand me and a woman that i will learn to tolerate and respect because i mean those are the bases those are the foundations in every relationship respect and understanding yes but as i speak it's not as if my mom and dad they are not really fine and stuff yeah really fine they speak to each other they call each other i mean that's one thing that i really admire about that relationship that even though they are not together they are not holding grudges against each other and to me that is cool for me but i will never as a practical human being want to start a relationship or a family with someone that i mean after some time a divorce will come and the person will have to go and stay somewhere else and i will also be somewhere else i mean it won't work with me so this is how i have coped with my family's marriage issues second thing that i will talk about is relationship personally i think love is not for some of us because some of us really try and try but i mean it doesn't work why do i say this growing up i have never experienced what we call love before maybe i think it's because of my family my family had um, this effect on me yes so i remember way back in jhs i was kind of developing some feelings for a certain girl but i mean you know those times very young you'd even be shy to tell or walk up to a 
girl and tell the girl that you like them or something like that. So I was developing this feeling, but I mean, it was just internally. Nobody knew about it. And then when that phase of life actually faded off and I got to senior high school, um, I wasn't really able to, I mean, walk up to any girl and tell her that I like her or something. But then there are practical senses where I've seen girls that, I mean, I really, really like them. And for me, it is fair ladies that do it for me. I don't know, but I mean, I've tried so much, but I mean, fair ladies are the turn on for me. That notwithstanding, I ended up in a relationship. It wasn't really a relationship. I'll just call it a short phase of life. Yes. So I ended up in a relationship and it was it was actually um, one of a kind. I know if she's to listen to this episode, she'll be like, yo, we never dated and stuff. I mean, girls are like that. So this was what happened. I don't know why I got myself into this mess, but this is the entire story. So I remember way back in high school, it was just only from periods in school when we were going to write Wasi and this close friend of mine, I'll call him A, actually um, was dating this girl and this girl was actually in the same house with me. So this friend A asked me to prank his lady and see if the girl will fall for me. So, you know, as friends, what should I do? I went straight forward to um, speak to the girl and then told the girl that I really like her and I really want to start a relationship with her. And then quickly, the girl accepted. That was so strange. She accepted and she told me that she has been admiring me for long and she didn't know how to walk up to me and explain it to me. But since I have come to her, I mean, it it will work for her because she has been admiring me. So we started um, talking, talking, talking and the girl felt like we were dating. All this while, my friend A was monitoring our chats because, I mean, we were in the same room. So I, I have been showing him the messages and he sometimes tells me how I should respond and stuff. So there are instances where this girl call, um, sends people to come and call me and we started this relationship. It, it wasn't really serious because I knew that, I mean, it was just my friend putting me to test. So, I mean, it got to a point when she's going to iron her dress. She sends that they come and call me. Then quickly, I also go there and then we start talking and stuff, always being around her. And it got to a point I realized that I was just fooling myself because I was in this same relationship with another girl. But with hers, I mean, we just started off, I think, a week here. And then we barely even talk. She's a shy type. I'm also a shy type. So it wasn't really working for us like that. But I had a chance to go to their dormitory and then had one-on-one conversation with her. And I mean, it was just about working out. But because I was so scared to let her know that I was seeing this other girl, it, it was so hard for me to even go close to her. So practically, this is what I had to do. I told my friends about it and then we went to the science laboratory and at that juncture that I was speaking to my the girl that I was personally dating, the other one came around and I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. Jesus. So I freaked out. I left the place and I went to a quiet place, sat down, was just thinking that what mess have I gotten myself into? And my friend A knew that this was going to happen and he didn't even alert me on stuff. So, I mean, I just stick to it and at the end of the day, I broke up with a person that I was in a relationship with and then I also broke up with my friend's girlfriend. Relationship has not really worked out for me and practical example is also that I think when I was in Form 2 or somewhere, we went for a drama competition, Broadfest. I don't know if it's 
Broadway or Broadfest, but it was at the National Theater, around the National Theater Art Center thereabouts. And I was playing a major role and the girl that I liked was also playing a, a major role. So this was what happened. You know, when you are going for high school tour and competitions, you sit in buses and go. So I sat by her and we had this one-on-one link or connection or contact and we got to the drama fest and she was not in a good mood. She was not in the right state. Like she was having a menses and stuff. So I got worried. I was like, if she's having a menses, how would she be able to put on a very good act? Because I mean, that girl was a very good actress. I really liked how she acted. So we got her to the washroom, changed and she, she was fit for it. And she came on stage and nailed it perfectly well. So I called one of my friends. I don't know if I should mention his name, but I'll say he's called B. I called B and then told B that, yo, escort me to this place. And at that same time, this girl was over there. So I told B that he should escort me. And when we got there, I told B that he should excuse me. So I spoke to this girl and God, my first time proposing, I was shaking. My entire body was shaking. My fingers were shaking. My mouth that I used to talk to the girl cry was shaking. I was like, wow. Like, it's, it's, it's a different world together. But then in the long run, I was able to tell her my feelings and she she was like, she's going to think about it. And she, she gave me an answer when we got to the school. So when we were in the bus, you know how buses, she sat on me and I was really feeling my manhood and a whole lot. I don't know if I should laugh over this, but then today, today, I see it to be a child's play. I see it to be just things that arose feelings at that point in time. Because I mean, as young adults, we have a lot of hormones increasing in our body day in, day out. So, I mean, it didn't work out. And in the long run, she wanted to even curse me and stuff. She disgraced me in front of my colleagues and stuff. So, I mean, I was like, okay, if that's the case, then I don't think relationship would do for me. And going on after school, I wasn't able to go to university that same year. I had to wait because, I mean, I got admission to KNUST to pursue sociology, but my uncle wasn't in support with sociology because he had done sociology and actually not benefited from the course. And he makes this argument over the fact that in Ghana here, there are no established institutions that employ sociology graduates. So it means that after you complete school, you are going to, I mean, go through a hectic situation looking for job yourself. So just ignore the admission. And even though I went to the school for one month, practically I went to KNUSD for one month. And I mean, my uncle came by and we went to speak to the dean of students and he was like, no, it's not possible to change the course. I wanted to read law. So it was like, it's not possible to change the course. And I was like, okay. And my uncle was like, no. So I just had to come home and then close my mind on this KNUSD brohaha. And the following year, I submitted an application to University of Ghana. That's a whole story altogether. But I mean, what I'm trying to say that I stay in the house and whilst in the house, I engage in certain activities. I started my modeling career and a friend of mine spoke to me that there's this new agency and they need models for their agency and basically they groom them as well. So our manager by then, Mrs. Stephanie, was outside the country. She was abroad, but then she was having one-on-one contact with us and she was always checking up on us to make sure that her models are going through the right training and stuff. So yeah, um, I met a few girls as well, Stella and the likes of um, Cookies. Now, Cookies was this girl that um, I really didn't like or I liked because she was very short and her body was so small, small. I mean, I don't like girls like that. So basically, she said she likes me and stuff and I was like, okay, I also like you. You are nice and stuff. But then the relationship didn't really work out. Yeah, so that was with my modeling career. So from there, I, I ventured into acting. So I started acting for a while and I mean, practically, when I entered into the movie, 
jewelry industry. I've had so many girls hitting on me, but I mean, because of my previous relationship statuses, I didn't want to really open up to them. So practically, I feel that some of us, I mean, we just have to be content with ourselves before we open way for other people to come and burden us with their issues. If not, I mean, love is not for us. The next personal struggle I'll be talking about is savings. I don't know, but I've tried so hardly and it doesn't work for me. I have tried so much that if I get money today, I want to save parts. Growing up, our parents used to buy Asusu boxes, like savings box that we used to keep our coins and stuff in it. But I mean, after two weeks, three weeks, we go back to the box and break them and take the money out for unnecessary spending. So, I mean, I've had this personal issue with savings. Whenever I get huge sums of money in my accounts i find it so difficult to save parts and then use parts for other businesses i prefer to be eating almost every one seconds when i have money in my account i prefer like soft life i just want to spread myself i just want to enjoy myself knowing that i could die anytime and my money will be spent by someone who didn't really suffer like i did so that was the notion behind me and with savings personally i've not been able to i mean overcome it because it, it has been a problem for me it has been a back and forth even at my work place today i get my salary all right and then i take parts out for other expenses but then realize that the more of it i just spend unnecessarily and i don't know how to overcome these issues because it has been on me for a, for a while now and i think i'm not really trying as a human being because what's the essence of not being able to save when you have enough to spend I'll talk about education. So growing up, uh, I know I was that intelligent guy, no two ways, but then it started all when I got to class six or do I say class five? Because in class five, um, that was when I got the chance to be the third in class. I mean, position wise. So when I was in class three and class four, I remember that I didn't go to class one. I didn't go to class two. And that was because the classrooms were full. So the headmistress by then was like, okay, then they should just put me in the same class with my sister so that I go if going forward I'm not able to pull up then they take me back so that was the idea and in the long run I was able to maintain an intellectual capability with those in that class as at then when I got to class 4 I remember we were 46 in class now out of the 46 I was always 45th 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 so first then 45th second then 45th third then 45th it, it was becoming too much until I got to class 5 where I mean you know class 5 that was when we started learning about our reproductive health we started learning 
learning about more sensitive topics that by then we were considered to be growing adults or young adults. So my mind started opening and I was like, no, I, I'm really misbehaving. I'm really not taking the chance to learn whatever I'm supposed to learn. So I took to a personal um, motivation that, I mean, as young as I am, I'm supposed to be intelligent. I'm supposed to learn and challenge teachers and challenge my other colleagues and let them know that I have the potential as well to um, put forward whatever idea I wanted to put forward. So it started in class five. In class six, I was first throughout and JHS first throughout SM, JHS one uh, first throughout, JHS two first throughout, JHS three first throughout. So I mean, it got to a point that I became an eye of the school. Yes. And then so many plots, I mean, evil plots were also orchestrated against me. I remember uh, when I was going to write BC, some prophecies came that I was going to die. And I was just telling myself that, you know, those are prophecies that people are seeing. But in the actual sense, I am that guy that would never buy into these um, prophecies. And I remember that there was this girl who was my junior and every dream that I have, I see this girl. She's just chasing me. And at the long run, she was able to beat one of my finger. And when I woke up the next morning, my finger was really, it was really bitten. You could see that someone has bit my finger. So it started, I mean, putting fear in me. But in the long run, I told myself that these things are just, they are just ways to test my faith. And I wasn't going to buy into it because uh, I, I have to fear that they, they can do something to me or they might make me die. I had the courage and went to write the BC, even though my results weren't that good. They were okay. They were okay. And practically one of my teachers even told me that because of the banter that we had, I was going to fail her course English language. She was even a new teacher and I don't know why she had that hatred for me. So, I mean, I wrote the BC and then I passed and I got to high school. High school too, I also ensured that I maintained a very good academic performance. Just that when I got to high school, within my first year, I remember that some of the classes I used to miss a lot because I used to follow my class professor. She's called Juanita. I used to follow her to the um, storeroom to go and collect PE kits and stuff. So we spent a long time queuing just to collect PE kits and then they call it what? Coats and stuff for our classmates. Now, as we are in the queue, our classmates were being introduced to the courses that were being given to study. So they were ahead of us and it happened for one week. So one solid week, Juanita and I were in the storeroom and waiting to collect PE kits for our colleagues whilst our colleagues were learning ahead of us. So I remember that um, because of that, I failed this course history and I, I think I had 48% or so. If it's not 48, maybe 60 something. Um, I don't really remember. So I failed and I was like, wow, this is the first time I'm doing a course and I failed with the mathematics and science and other subjects. I mean, those were, I mean, cheaper. I mean, I, I, I was really good at math. So I failed history and with economics, because I was good at math, I didn't really fail economics and French and then what subjects as well. I think ICT also. So when I failed history and the report came, I realized that I was sick. So when I got to the SHS in the, in the first year, I was sick in the class. I mean, my class were about 70 something in um, SHS 1. Just that when we completed, we were about 60 something. So I was sick and I didn't really like my position because I was coming from a school that, I mean, we used to uphold academic excellence. So I was sick and this friend of mine was laughing at me and his laughter is what have brought me to the point that I am today. And I always say that it would have been something bad. It would have been bad if I had not met this guy in my life. This guy has been my source of inspiration, my source of motivation and someone who reminds me of my purpose in life. Seriously, I don't lie. So basically, I, I was with two friends 
plus myself making three and these guys were so motivating and to the extent that we were I mean competing amongst ourselves and in the long run we were able to achieve a very good academic performance for ourselves even though it's not really the best or what we expected at least we tried and we did our best so that is with education I always say that had I been given more chance to go back and correct my mistakes I'll know that high school is not a place that you have to entertain certain activities or certain lifestyle if you are learning know that you are learning to get good grades to the university now because of the grades that I, I wasn't able to get a course that I want to pursue in the university and I mean to me it feels like I've been deprived of my rights because I mean I, I was given the chance but I misused it so those were some of my personal struggles and how I've been able to cope with it so you can also share your personal struggles with me on Instagram at the GHR podcast or just tweet at the GHR podcast and I will mention your name if you want to be anonymous that's fine but if you don't want to I'll give you a shout out in my next episode thank you guys for listening to this episode I want you guys to do one thing for me scroll down and leave a comment in the show notes and also I want you guys to subscribe to my YouTube channel Nokia Official just search Nokia Official or search the GHR podcast on YouTube and follow my personal social media handle let me know that I am not just speaking to the air I'm speaking to people that are relatable people that are observable people that would like me to also know what they think about what I talk about and until then I'll say that have the best of the day enjoying yourself and making sure that you are happy because the key to every successful individual is to be content with what you have and to be happy whenever you want to be and not be happy when people want you to be happy I leave you with this and make sure you have fun.